back after our week off well week <laughs> off for sort of a sort of a week off we we were at I was in Orlando at a podcasting event so it feels like I've been doing a lot of podcasting but not this particular show <laughs> How's it going, good how are you good good I'm good. proud to say that I watched I watched this movie on the flight home so I felt very nice. ahead of myself I like I got home Sunday and I was like, I need to watch the movie for this. I'm like, oh no, I've already seen the movie for this week. It was very exciting. Although then it meant that I like, now I, I'm not as refreshed as I normally am having watched it like right immediately. But that's all right. That's to the right. countdown. Yeah, right up until the countdown. No, it was, uh, yeah, it was a good, it was a good week. And this, this week we're talking about Night Shift, which is an early yes. 80s movie. This is the end of our Michael Keaton run. I assume. I didn't realize Michael Keaton was in it. So I was very surprised. I'm like, oh, Michael Keaton is playing a total hyper ass douche in this again. I'm like, that's fun. Were you not, were you not paying attention like, to the end where we we're like, one more no. Michael Keaton? You're like, no, you were just, yeah. I, well, I mean, I was. I don't remember things. My yeah. short term memory doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cute so, guys yeah, this, is, this is the end of Michael Keaton. But I, I um, this is I realized he has, he has like a typecast, though. Like, he, he always does. plays this, like, Super hyper ADHD. Super high like, energy, like, yeah, super kind of douchey. Yeah. Like, he, pl or at least he's played it in the 80s. I wouldn't yeah. say now. Yeah. And I mean, like, excluding Batman, obviously. Like, I actually, I feel like that was a huge departure. Yeah. From like every other movie. Because even Beetlejuice, he's the same kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, pretty funny yeah a little bit a little bit strange kind of like wacky I think wacky is the best like yeah yeah I um mm -hmm. I knew absolutely nothing about this movie so shout out to Kathy who was like y'all need to watch <laughs> Night Shift and we're like okay yeah so I haven't seen it like the poster the movie poster is familiar like the or the VHS box cover is familiar um but I hadn't seen it uh so that was it was fun it was fun to watch I was excited to watch a movie that I like literally knew nothing about yeah so uh Kathy will have to forgive us because we'll just say at the very top that we weren't giant fans of this one but that's okay no. everyone has different perspectives it's... on movies so we'll try not to be too harsh in all fairness it has been discussed on the podcast before we all know that Natalie's least favorite comedy trope is when the hard-working good guy just gets shot on and that's the movie yeah you, <laughs> like, and, Dane, you and Dane would not be able to have a podcast together because you have the same feelings about that whereas I don't I was very the second that I finished watching it and I was ahead of you because again I watched yeah. it on the flight home and I was like yes immediately <laughs> immediately Katie texted me and she's like 
I, I have feels. We need to I talk have about this feelings. now. I'm like, yeah, yeah, have, have you seen this? this? <laughs> have you, have you seen this? Um, We're going to discuss those feels now. Um, yeah, quick premise. The premise yes, of the probably. movie is a... Um, a uh, I'm like a nice guy. I'm like, was he though? Okay, no, but so he's like the the quote unquote like the good guy, the hard the not even kind... the good guy, the, the hardworking guy who just wants to do his like you know. And in this case, doing... it's not a nine to five job, but like he just wants to put yeah. in his time and go home and be left alone. Like he just wants a simple yeah. life. But it starts off, it's like he, you know, he's been working. So he's uh, works in the morgue. He's a mortician. He he. Um, is working very hard. He's been working for six years. His boss says he wants to meet him. He thinks he's getting promoted. He's getting demoted because the boss is sticking in his nephew to work the day shift. And Chuck is going back to the night shift. And when he goes back to the night shift, um, without being told, he has this quirky new um, assistant, Bill. partner. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just basically a lot of hijinks ensue. Mm. So like a lot of, they're trying to, Bill likes to, he has all these great ideas. He's an idea guy. Um, Of course, most of them are completely stupid, but that's, you know, the funny part, right? So he's always like, I have this great idea. And Chuck is just basically trying to like float, like keep his head above water. Um, He's engaged to Charlotte, who's who's a rather neurotic. Yeah, Um, she's crazy. Well, I, yeah, yeah, she's, I mean, she's definitely has OCD and ED, but uh, eating disorder and, yeah. and anyways, so, but she, you know, like they're engaged, they're stressed. She wants to look good for the wedding. He, he d- thinks she looks fine the way she is. So the relationship is a little tense um, leading up to their wedding. And, and now he got switched to night shift. So she's like, I'll never see you again. And in comes Bill, who's crazy and quirky, and uh, he they they bump into this woman uh, who is there to identify her dead pimp, which is super fun, played by Shelley Long. Love her, you know, cheers days, and she's very adorable. Um, and she's also his new neighbor at home, so yeah. he keeps sort of crossing paths with her. And then Bill has this great idea, like, well, they don't like these hookers don't have a pimp anymore it's getting dangerous out there for them. We can run this out of the morgue. And that's basically the movie. Um, yeah. You know, they get chased down by uh, the other pimps and I guess the crime organization that's running the, the girls in that neighborhood. Uh, they're not in a great neighborhood somewhere in New York City. And uh, also the police are trying to catch them. And, and then basically at the end of it, they do get arrested, but completely get away with it. Um, yeah. Is because it? it's an election season and it's just too much trouble to have that. <laughs> like, wow, this is pretty realistic. And interestingly enough, it is allegedly based on a true story. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Kathy, shout out to Kathy who's hanging out with us in the live studio audience. Yeah. This was one of her her movies uh, suggestions. And one of the one of the things that she just dropped into the comments that's worth noting is that so all of Bill, who is played by Michael Keaton, all of his mm-hmm. like genius ideas or like wh- what they what they phrase as like crazy, totally off the cuff yeah. like, ideas that would never ideas, happen, kooky ideas are actually things that now exist. <laughs> like they're like a lot like, of them, yeah. A lot of them. I think almost all of them are now like normal things that we we have now uh, in 2023 that are 24 now that we did not have back in 19 <laughs> early 1980s. Um, 1982. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she, Kathy also points out. So the one thing that I did, I did 
like about this. So there were a few things that I actually really did like about this movie. I, I really liked the overall premise of it. So sort of unlike you, I actually, for whatever reason, um, Dane and you both hate this Most people me, do. But Most yeah, people yeah. think the, like, the guy who's just doing his thing, like doing what everybody asks him of him, like the guy who's just, yeah. you know, doing it, who gets like kerfuffled and gets like the, the fuzzy end of the lollipop. People love that. But this everybody was, thinks it's hilarious. This it's, one was different. <laughs> and I really want to like I actually really want to shout out uh the Fonz. <laughs> this was a very this was a very different role for him. I don't think I've ever seen him in a role like this. Like I you know he's in like Arrested Development and some of like the the yeah. sort of like I was newer... just thinking I'm like similar to his Arrested Development a little character. Bit, but in this in this movie he's not He's different than like, it, there's a bit of a different edge than what you just said. So his character yeah. is introduced as this, like, he's, he's hardworking, but he's kind of miserable with his life. Like he's, he's stuck. He's in this place where like, yeah. he really should have been an accountant, but he did, for whatever reason, he didn't do that. Lord knows how he ended up being like, a, you know, working in a morgue instead of being an yeah. accountant, but whatever. So he's in like, so everyone's kind of disappointed in him. He's with a woman who he like clearly doesn't actually have feelings for. He's just doing it because it's the right thing to do. And he's being like forced by everyone to do all these different things. And he's sort of just like bumbling his way through things. And so it, yeah. it is kind of an interesting it's I don't know it's an interesting portrayal to have this character who it's not like Christmas Vacation or some of these other movies we talked about where it's like it's a guy who's like you know supposed to be this like awesome guy he's doing his best and all these things slam into him like this is a guy that's like not doing his best he's 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 already kind of failing he's sort of stuck he's stuck he doesn't in know what mediocre. he's doing he's yeah. not willing to stand up for himself he's kind of miserable and so it I do think that and actually, I think more Shelley Long's character than Michael Keaton's character. But I, like, I think Shelley Long's character is a wonderful foil to that, where she's just so like laid back and laissez-faire, and like and bubbly and fun, and kind of starts breaking him out of that world. Where I don't love it is my yeah. kind of like modern day view back here, where it's like. I don't. Yeah, like, I mean, he's, I love, he's a red flag. Is a, a he's a red. He's a bit of a red man, flag. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and you see it coming. Like you know that, like yeah. from the from the get, like he's clearly gonna like, fall in love with her. He's clearly he's gonna, gonna have a cheat on his wife yeah. or his fiance. fiance. He's, he's clearly he's gonna. gonna else. <laughs> he's gonna. But I mean, in in a sense, that is kind of the the joke. It takes him the whole movie to realize, like, it's not everybody else's fault that I'm in this situation, right? Yeah. It's he does finally realize at the end, like, oh no, it it is actually all my fault that I let all of this happen. But I am finding myself and I am having more fun. And then let's, you know, well, that's and the what's, end of the movie. I guess what's kind of like sad about this movie, or maybe like how I would do this movie differently today, is that what's kind of cool about Shelley Long's character is that she seems to be completely comfortable with who she is. At no point is yeah. she like upset that she's a sex worker. Like she's fine. She's fine. Yeah. She's got this like good network of friends. The only thing that she's trying to solve is that she doesn't want a pimp stealing her money. That's going to beat she, her up. Yeah. And she wants some level of protection. So she knows she can't just be by yeah. herself. She wants to protect the other women that are working like in the same group She's awesome. Her. She creates she's a healthy awesome. work environment. Yeah. She makes her coin. She yeah. and. The second the guy that she is, I guess, dating, um, who happens to be engaged to somebody else, but other than yeah. that, but like the guy that she's interested, the second he tries to put her down for her job, she's like, 
fuck Bye. you. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, Shelly Long is amazing. And it's yeah. like, she's exactly what women today aspire to be, but she's always been that. Yeah. <laughs> like, in so I did. Yeah. I like loved her story and her character. Yeah. And I actually didn't mind. And Kathy is saying like, I, I didn't mind Winkler's like hero's arc in trying to like, find his voice and stand up for himself and like yeah. figure out what he wants. I actually didn't mind that either. The only no. thing that I didn't love is that, like you said, I think like he's kind, he's kind of an ass and it takes him a really long time to figure no. out like exactly what he wants. And even when he figures out what he wants, it's still in this like macho kind of like, how to get it. Yeah. yeah, it's still in this kind of like, I'll save her from this world kind of mentality. And I feel like she doesn't really need saving. She doesn't need like, any saving. Yeah, and that's like, what took him the hard time to realize. Yeah. Like, I love, he's like, well, we slept together. And even though I'm engaged and like, you're quitting your job. Right. And she's like, no. <laughs> like, yeah. And he's, he doesn't get it at first, but then he does understand like, oh, you wanted me to be all in on you and to accept you for who you are. And he does. Well, well, would have been also kind of cool. Again, like in my, I'm rewriting this movie. Like we should, we should redo <laughs> all of you tater tots. We should redo this movie because this movie has a lot of potential. I think I <laughs> like, do love a good like. So one of the first things I wrote in my notes, it's like a classic late night comedy yeah. or raunchy comedy raunchy or whatever. Comedy, you call it. yeah, we don't do those anymore. But like, and, what if? Well, we we still have them. They're just not popular as not, popular anymore. Good, um, I guess as they used to be, but yeah. But it, it's very, like, classic that, and I do love that. I just find it's not, like, this one in particular wasn't done as well as others that I've enjoyed, but it's yeah. not unenjoyable. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I, yeah. it does have great lines. It has, <laughs> yeah, Kathy, Kathy is absolutely right. Yeah. Kathy is saying that there's, like, so many quotable movies, uh, quotable quotes yeah. in this movie, and that's absolutely true. I guess yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah, her, sure. I was, I had my, like, again, my, like, in the 20s like goggles on the entire movie where I was like oh he's this like amazing yeah. accountant and like throughout the movie he's like helping you know set up like you know like equivalent of like IRA like like retirement savings yeah. accounts for the you know for all of the women and like helping I was like oh like he's gonna it's realize awesome. like when like when he he clearly is gonna have this moment where he insults her like that was 100% gonna happen and needed to happen yeah, 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 yeah. but I, I assume that like his comeback would be to say like I put all of like my money or the money, like the money that you earned into savings for you. So you can do whatever you want with it. Like you can own your own business. And like, like yeah. I, he had like the potential to be like, like I'll be Better your accountant. Like then I get yeah. to do what I'm good at and you can, <laughs> you can run your own business. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's uh yeah. I think they're, it, it it had some good potential. I do like it. some of the like reoccurring like jokes that they've had. Um, like every time he gets home, the, like the dog chases him through the, the apartment complex, yeah. which I'm like, nobody in the whole apartment building in New York City. Now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, of course, nobody called the pound or the police because it's New York City. It's always noisy. In like, the 80s. Which, like the, yeah. I'm like, the 80s. Nobody would give yeah. a shit, right? Like a downtown apartment in Montreal and like. You know, people would just be like, whatever, like the dog again. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. They would just totally ignore it. Which one scene I found really funny. He has his like first night off in a long time. His his fiance comes over. They're going to make love. And um, she's, you know, being really like hard on herself because she had like a Twinkie earlier that day. She's like, I'm fat. And he, she's like, turn all the lights off. And he's like, okay, whatever, please get in bed. Yeah. And then the upstairs neighbor starts blasting country music, which is how he re-meets Belinda and they realize that they have like a close uh they like they live in the hall. same building yeah. Yeah. and um 
I'm like, really? Like, loud music in an apartment building in a big city is gonna... I mean, yes, it would bother you, but, like, are you really gonna, like, make him go up there and ask them yeah. to turn it off? No. Yeah, because she's difficult. Yeah. Like, she's... The, yeah. They're all Katie and like, I... It's supposed to be unlikable we, and difficult. She is, yeah. We did... Katie and I, <laughs> our second apartment together, we had these upstairs neighbors that were in a really good band, but they would come home... Um, they're in a reggae band and they used to travel and stuff. I forget what they were called, but they would come home um, whenever they were performing in Montreal at like three, four in the morning. Oh, and then just <laughs> like every weeknight yeah. having a massive rager. It was yeah. like to the point where we had to start calling the police. Because I'm, like, I'm like, I have to be up at 5 a.m. to go to work and go to school. And these people are having a rager. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then the police were like, we're just not coming. Like just deal with it and like so it's very i was like it's super realistic that nobody would actually do anything about the loud music so <laughs> i thought it was funny because i'm like mm, triggered <laughs> uh, <laughs> kathy asks a really great question yeah. so um and i'm eager to hear what the tater tots think too but what what do we think happens next at the end of the movie so after she leaves the club with chuck and bill does she quit <laughs> she stay- so in my mind she starts her own business with all of the money that he's invested that he's like invested like, she's for her pimp. and with her yeah she and- she's the pimp and He's the 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 kept boy. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. I think I think because he realizes at the end of the movie that Shelley is the the one that's worth the most in this like yeah. <laughs> dynamic. You know, I do love how he's so mad at Bill, and then at the last scene in the movie, he <laughs> like Bill is completely forgiven. So he, they're at a like a brothel of some kind, and or well, just a brothel, and um. This guy is hitting on Shelly, but she's leaving work and and uh, Chuck, I'm like Winkler, Chuck goes to save her <laughs> and um, he gets punched in the face, like he gets sucker punched and the guy's walking off. Like, so after the assailant is walking off, <laughs> Bill jumps off like second story balcony and lands flat and like misses starfish. Everyone. Just, yeah, like, just lands like flat. He missed the whole scenario. He missed yeah. the whole, like, he missed the fight. He didn't do anything, but it was like the gesture. It was the thought that counts. And it's yeah. like, all oh, it's forgiven. Yeah. I'm like, he would also have broken so many bones. <laughs> like, he's, it's funny because it's very, like, his character is like, obnoxious but also i feel like i could think of probably five different people that i know in real life who were not that far off from him like in like college and even like early adulthood so i he's like i mean there's something about and again this goes into like the idea of of working a night shift where it's like where you're working like all night no one really is checking in on you or in his 20s yeah Let's remember this is a twenty-year-old kid. Like, yeah. they're like he's young in this, you know. So it's and um, they're making like no money. Really like they're cool. it's you know. So it I like I kind of love his like his schemes where he's using the hearse to like take to like as a limo, basically as like a limo to drive people around and making extra money. Like he tries a lot of things before he you know finally convinces Chuck to allow him to do the, to be love brokers, quote unquote. But um, I to yeah, have a, I don't to have know. a. Le- full-on brothel at the morgue yeah, yeah do you know what i absolutely love so i so i was looking through some facts of this movie there's actually a, a lot of them and and they are wildly fascinating but um but one of my favorites is that drew barrymore's mother 
plays one of the sex workers in this movie. She's like in the group That's of amazing. women, and now I need to like I'll have to go back and look up as to who she is. And then one of my I other saw Shannon Doherty is also Shannon in this Doherty movie. is in it, and Kevin Costner like, is in it as well. Yeah. He's and a frat I, guy. He's a frat guy. But and I went back and watched so that many people clip. at the frat party. Well, There's so many people at the frat party. It's hard to point it, like pick out who he is. Yeah. And you need to like, you need to go back and like, so I watched like the clip that they say he's in and I like paused it and zoomed in. It was very like CSI y'all, but it, it but it does not at all look like <laughs> no. him. Like they're like, there he is in the middle. And I'm like, no, I don't, no. I don't think so. But also, I don't like, think that's What did him. he look like in 1982? I don't think I know what Kevin Costner looked like in 1982. Nothing like he looks like now. I, I literally paused and like, well, I know, I know it. what he looks like now and I know what he looked like in like peak hotness in the early 90s i had no idea what he looked like a decade before i knew who he was you know like i'm assuming he was pretty young so kathy said it was his first it was his first extra role in this movie so it's kind of it's kind of cool and it's uh this was ron howard's debut film i believe as well which is one of the facts we played at the beginning and yeah as paul says like i mean I think probably most, if not all of us, at some point or another, have worked like an overnight shift, night or, have been, or have been involved in it. There is like, oh, there yeah. is something like realistic and likable about um, about that. Like, so yeah, Paul says he was a night auditor at a hotel. I worked at Blockbuster, which I mentioned, but we definitely had overnight shifts and often worked like yeah. really late. And there was always the weirdest possible situations that come out in the middle of the night where you're like, really? That's going to happen of right living now. dead. <laughs> oh, man. You remember that time at Blockbuster? So I was meeting up with Katie and one of her coworkers, uh, Aiden or Paps, I can't remember who. Yeah. But we were going to go to Cheers, literally to the bar Cheers and, in Montreal, not in Boston. And uh, it <laughs> was know, a franchise at one point. <laughs> Yeah, we weren't driving down to Boston. I mean, we did do that sometimes. sometimes wow, and like, Shelley Long is in this. We're like, we're full circle here. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, I go and I'm like, I'm just helping them to like straighten all the box covers just so we could get out and get to the bar quickly, you know? And I'm like, let's just go, let's just go. It's after midnight. And um, this, there's one car in the parking lot out front, one. And this guy spends the better part of an hour trying to like grand theft auto this thing yeah we called yeah. the police he was straight up just stealing a car in like a very yeah, yeah, yeah. wealthy suburban neighborhood we were not in new york city in the well 1980s. lit <laughs> well, well lit like lit parking yeah. lot there's a police station like two blocks away yeah. we call the cops they come like five hours later and were they really- when we called back to be like, look, we can't be here all night. And they're like, if you leave, that's a crime. They were, <laughs> like, they did show we up. have your name for police report. They did show up yeah. because there was like a high speed car chase where like they showed up and we're like, oh, we're good. And they, <laughs> and yeah, they the showed up. Left. <laughs> no, he ran. Unless this was a different time. There was there was a time where there was a guy who they they pulled up and they sent these like two pretty young, very Female. tiny female cops and they like got out of the car and he panicked and ran back into the blockbuster which we're idiots that we did not lock the door ran back in ran through the blockbuster and then out the blockbuster with these two women cops chasing him and then they got into their car he got back into the stolen car which like why wouldn't you just and then 
finally got it hot wired and took off and the car chased him and it went like we saw like the whole like high speed yeah. car like it car went by and then it went it was away it and then it came back. hours it was like, yeah it was like an all night hijinks car so i believe i believe like that this we story gave line a could statement happen. after 5 a.m like like yeah, and that's... we called them at midnight like yeah. it the, anyways it was ridiculous um yeah so no it's quite quite realistic <laughs> we didn't make it to cheers that night <laughs> we did not make it to cheers that night oh my gosh well another fun fact that i read is that which it makes me sad is that apparently apparently shelly is like an absolute nightmare to work with like she's like a I, that. I don't know i don't know i don't want to necessarily use but the word was, diva but she's got of- diva vibes there was a lot of rumors about that when she like during Cheers days. Yeah. So I don't know. So now at this time, I don't know how true it is because she and Ted Danson were dating in real life. If I'm remembering the rumors from yeah. like back then, <laughs> from back then yeah, <laughs> like 40 years ago. Um, so they were dating, and when they broke up, she suddenly became a diva on set. And I was like, was she the problem, what, or did he know? just yeah. ruin her career? <laughs> Well, apparently, like the- because she's so tall, she just kept standing yeah. in, like, the wrong place in the shot. So they kept having to redo the shots over and over well, again. Well, yeah, because- the Fonz is yeah. pretty small. Like, <laughs> yeah. And Opie isn't, like, Opie, I, which I love that. I'm like, Opie felt, <laughs> like, produced and directed this and the Fonz yeah. started it. <laughs> and he's, like, an, yeah, and he's, like, a um, he's an extra in a couple different spots. I'm uh, not care. He's That's on, like, so the funny. subway. And then I think he's like kissing someone and like he's like in the background of a bunch of different shots, yeah. which makes it absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, anyways, it was a fun it was a fun watch. It was a fun watch. It was a fun watch. I, it wasn't it wasn't my favorite. But again, that's kind of the fun part about yeah. about this show and about rewatching and watching some of these movies is that I feel like so much of like. And our rating system, as we say, is like completely biased. But as we so much of like what you love about a movie is captured in like the nostalgia of that movie. So like for Kathy, this is like yeah. like her feelings, I imagine, around like the, the first time she saw this and like and, you know, memorizing some of the quotes and like all of it, I think, plays yeah. into her love of it in the same way that it probably does for like you know, us and Empire Records or like some of the ones that we just yeah. absolutely love. So yeah, it's, yeah Paul's, Paul's <laughs> that like, aren't necessarily good. <laughs> exactly. It's the first major Hollywood studio uh, picture directed by Ron Howard. Yeah. This one had like a lot of, um, a lot of really interesting facts. I'm just going to pull um, some of them up here while we're hanging out. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of, so there's a lot of like family members in this movie. So we, as we said, Drew Barrymore's mother is in it. Um, uh, Richard Belzer, who plays one of the thugs is, is Henry Winkler's cousin. Um, there's just like, yeah, a lot of, a lot of weird, like, be- not weird, but like a lot of background people who like now are a big deal. I do also love yeah. that Belinda's last name is Keaton <laughs> playing against, a, a playing on the other side or opposite to Michael Keaton. I thought it was pretty awesome. Um, oh yeah, here it is. The annoying saxophone player on the subway is that is Ron Howard. Yeah. Um. And I don't remember. So Shannon Doherty, as you said, is in it. She plays a bluebell likened to a Girl Scout. Oh, in the elevator oh, scene. She's one of the oh, girls, okay. the one that beats him up. Is it yeah. the one that beats him up? It it's is. Way- she is the one that beats it's him the, up. Yeah, it's the group of girls that beat that yeah. beat him up. That's pretty awesome. Like, I do. Like, <laughs> it's just like the like grittiness of where he lives. And again, this is like what you don't love about these movies. But it's like the it's just like. It's just he's like down on his luck and it just keeps getting worse. Like he's just like so defeated. And that is like definitely the moment that um that you hated movies, but fair enough. It made me laugh. 
No, well, I didn't mind it as much as this because because he's not actually a very likable person. Like he's he not. comes across so at the beginning of the movie, you're like, oh, he's the classic good guy, and we know that's not my favorite trope. Yeah. And then I'm like, then oh, he's, like, he's no. actually not yeah. a good person. Like he thinks he is. I feel yeah. like my impression was that he feels like he's a good person. He's not a good person. And he has the potential at the end of the movie, like credits roll, that it's like, well, maybe he's on a better track now. You know, like he kind of figured himself out a bit, which was the the whole like issue, like the whole premise of the movie was him trying to figure himself out because, yeah, you know, like, well, like Wall Street wasn't working for him because it was yeah. too stressful and other people were taking credit for his work and... Uh, he can't even get his sandwich order right, you know, like, yeah. which I'm like, just, I'm like, I'm not a confrontational person, but like, just push your foot down. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, I don't like tuna. It's supposed to be egg, like chopped egg or egg sal salad. Yeah. I had to think about that. Yeah, you're like egg. Yeah. He, chopped egg. He's not even, it's funny because it's like, part of it is that he's trying to find himself. And part of it is that he's trying to just stand up for himself, but he's also He's also, as you said, it's not that he's even like a bad person. He's he's like the person that is completely coasting. Like he is not working hard or trying mm -hmm. in any way. Like he's literally just he just wants to phone it in. Like he just well, wants he to show implied up he desk. was trying. He implied he was trying hard by doing everything that was asked of him. Yeah, you know, like. I He's guess. like, well, you know, yeah. I've been here for six years. We've been super loyal. I do everything you say. Like, I should be rewarded. I guess. Which, like, granted, yes, he, he should. Like, he's just yeah. doing his job and he's doing it without complaint. <laughs> like, and he doesn't get rewarded for it at all. True. He gets demoted. <laughs> yeah, I guess I should be sorry. He, he just, like, comes across that yeah. he's doing. The but he is. I mean, like, he. he can be on Wall Street, and the only reason, from what he said, that he quit Wall Street was because he didn't stand up for himself. Yeah. I know, which is, like, it's kind of interesting anyway. Like, he is a character, because you're, like, like, it's almost, it, it's almost, like, ahead of his time that he would be, like, self-aware enough to say, oh, like, Wall Street wasn't a good fit for me, even though I'm making way more money there, to take this, like clearly like being paid way less money and way less prestigious role and then get demoted and like yeah. still kind of truck along. Like he could, I don't know, in some ways that's kind of admirable, but then he does also come across as, as this kind of guy who's just do. Yeah. Kind of phoning it in to he some level. Like he's not, yeah. <laughs> he's clearly not like passionate about anything. I guess he finds out at the end where he's like, where he's passionate about Belinda but even that's not like overly great. <laughs> you shouldn't be, shouldn't like be entirely passionate about a person, I suppose. I love at um, the beginning when Shelley Long thanks him for helping her when she's uh, beat up by a John, and yeah. um, so she goes to his place to cook breakfast for him, and I'm like. This man has the audacity to think he has a chance with her, which of course I knew that's where the plot was going, yeah. anyways. But I'm I like know. the the yeah. fact that he was like talking on the phone with his fiance is like I stepped on attack. I gotta go because I have a chance with this gorgeous woman. Yeah. And I'm like, did he think he had a chance because she was a prostitute, or did he think he had a chance just because he had a chance with a good looking, like punching way above his weight? I, you know, like, I think he was but, just so uh, like bumbling through that like i think it was just like ah, i can't talk to you right now i don't know like i it's like i think he's just so shocked 
about the fact that there's like a scantily clad gorgeous woman standing in his kitchen that he doesn't like doesn't even know what to say like he's just sort of I don't know if he comes across to me anyway as like thinking he's got a chance with her so much as like he's just doesn't know what to do like it's, it's just like it's um yeah a lot it feels like a lot to him I'm I am looking to and Kathy's pointed out a couple times which I think is a, a good point this soundtrack in this movie is actually phenomenal. amazing so, right like, so I no, love the soundtrack. soundtrack like 11 out of 10 the soundtrack is absolutely phenomenal like throughout this movie and the whole like, it really is I don't know I think the it's not the cinematography it's like the the setting I guess like the the vibe of the entire thing is actually pretty well done. Like the, like I believed that that is like a realistic portrayal of New York city in the, in the 1980s. I like, I, like I, I mean, it looks like the office space was like relatable. Like I, like that whole, like it felt like even I, who was born at the, like a year after this movie came out, it still felt like I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Like this, I get where this is. Like it felt very believable on that front. I mean, that's how New York was like always portrayed in film and yeah. like TV at yeah. the time. It always like you always had the guys playing basketball on the street corner. You always had like the the pimps chasing somebody. You always had like it it like it you know it wasn't super clean and it wasn't you know I, I don't know how representative it was because again <laughs> baby but <laughs> it's true. Josh says that he he feels like ninety nine percent of the movies we love we love because of the soundtrack. A lot of them yes oh, like yeah. again yeah. the nostalgia of like kind of hearing. Some of those like absolutely iconic, like epic soundtracks. Like Moulin Rouge is like that. Like the story is great. The soundtrack is phenomenal. Like the, exactly. the second the music starts, you're like, I love this movie. Doesn't even matter what they're saying <laughs> on screen. You're just like, yep, I'm in. I love this movie. So yeah, I think it, uh, I don't yeah, know. I feel like I we've, do we've think lost that... like that a little bit. We've also lost like some of the realism too. Like I feel like some, most of the shows and movies I've seen recently, you're like, okay, so everyone's just a billionaire. Like the places that they live, you're like, huh, right. all right. Whereas, like, this apartment felt realistic to me. I'm like, yeah, I believe that a guy that works I mean, in the morgue lives here. It <laughs> seemed to me as, like, it's a bit big for New York. You know, like, yeah. But it was more realistic looking than, like, say, um, what's their names? Their uh, Sex in the City. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, none of them have idea. realistic... Yeah anything mind you it's an escapist kind of show it's not nothing about they also had like that show is realistic yeah (laughs) true they also had like better jobs and that like again that's a different sarah jessica parker did not have a better job she was she was uh she did occasional contract puff pieces I'm like, no, (laughs) that's that's not, she can't just blow $800 on a pair of shoes because she's feeling down. (laughs) I'm like, no, and her apartment, though it was portrayed as small, I'm like, location, she couldn't afford that. Not in real life. (laughs) Kathy says that she moved to New York City in 1989 and it was very much like that. (laughs) Now it's like a giant Jersey mall. Yeah, absolutely. It has come a long way. It is a giant Jersey mall. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like, and granted, I I have never been a, a sex worker, so I can't really say with the, how much money they make. But I feel like she wouldn't she have been able to be in like a nicer place? I don't know. Wouldn't she have been? Especially as like they start giving more money to the women. I was like, how come she doesn't like in a? Yeah, nice, she buys a condo at the end, so I suppose there's that. But good investment. <laughs> um, I I well I feel like. She's not like a high-end escort 
She's like a. That's a, true. That's true. She stands on a corner, right? Like her pimp, like beat her up. John's beat her up. Like she seems to have no protection. She seems to like, it just like the girls were all misused. And that's why they were so eager to work with uh, Chuck. Cause he's obviously like way nicer and way better. And, and didn't even understand how he could like control them by holding back their salaries and like you know like, i feel yeah. like no she probably didn't make a lot of money. i don't feel like it's a job that makes you a lot of money in that frame you know like the the standing on a street corner i guess otherwise I guess people I'm... would get out <laughs> right like i guess i'm biased i'm like oh but like pretty women but she wasn't really making a lot of money she was just taken in by an awesome wealthy man yeah this billionaire picked her up you know yeah. <laughs> and decided to marry her True that's story. a wild story <laughs> that is a wild story we'll have to we'll have to revisit that one at some it. point and, and dan is saying uh speaking of malls mall rats for the win mall rats is another absolutely incredible i'm a big fan of that one that one I feel like I've seen a number of times. Yeah, but probably not recently though. That might be a fun rewatch at some point. I honestly care. I'll, all I remember from that at this point is the kid's gonna get stuck on the escalator and he gets stuck. <laughs> yeah. on his... He's on that goddamn escalator again. Yeah, no. I, it's, uh, and the and the um, magic eye posters. Could you could were, were you able to ever see what was in them? I could never see what was in the magic eye posters. I'm like the 80s and 90s reject that was always like, I'm sure there's a sailboat like in there recently, somewhere. Recently, somebody had brought out like those papers and was like, can you see this? I'm like, I literally can't. I never could. I, I won't be able to. And she's trying to tell me how to do all these tricks and how to I like and how to see it and like what to do. And she's like, she's a retired teacher. She taught elementary school. She's like, I could always get all of my kids to see it. I'm like, not this kid. Oh. <laughs> like, like nanny andrea there's no way i could never see those things oh, now they just make me like get a migraine but <laughs> i know you that was always my problem i was like focused way too hard on them they're like relax your eyes i'm like i can't i need to see the sailboat <laughs> i can't find it <laughs> oh my gosh well what else can we say about this one I'm, i feel like we've covered we've covered most of it it was fun i think the cast fun. had really good chemistry like they all played off each other really well like the I bill and chuck and and belinda um i also i thought chemistry. charlotte was hilarious like in all her neuroses and stuff and i know she's supposed to be like you know the the terrible girlfriend or whatever but i'm like she's really hilarious and i thought her character is probably more realistic out of everybody like, yeah i, I liked <laughs> I also just really oh, like, liked the like group of women and how like no not like they were Oh yeah. It made it that. feel very um like fun and I don't know, yeah. I don't know. It was they were they did a really nice job with making it feel believable and also like at yeah. this like close knit community. I really I really liked uh I liked all of them. And they all had like the very like distinctive personalities it was really cute when they were like giving yeah. gifts and doing yeah i really i don't know i liked <laughs> liked all, i liked all the women yeah i loved um the christmas scene where they are like you know one like gives them a poem and they all kind of got together and got them gifts the poem like the was two guys great. Yeah, the, the, the poem was epic the poem was, was like, epic that was probably my favorite part of the whole movie i was like that she's so cute look at her go <laughs> she's all proud of herself and they're all like yay and she's like did it <laughs> yeah they were absolutely really amazing cute. all of the like clothing shopping too like they were they were really cute like they as as one character yeah. just like yeah they carried a lot yeah. of it for me uh i thought they were pretty fantastic 
Um, yeah, <laughs> Josh is saying that Charlotte sounds Same. like a few girlfriends he's had in the past. Yeah, uh, she was she was definitely a particular character. Yeah, fame would be cool. All right, we gotta. I I do love fame. I also love almost more than the movie. I loved the spinoff TV show. I was oh, obsessed yeah. Yeah, with not, that. Not even more than me. I like I caught. Well, I used to it. I used to do ballet, so it was like ballet, yeah. right up my alley. Yeah. I'm like that I whole like Debbie Allen thing where she knocks the stick on the floor. That speech I have memorized. It's ingrained in my brain forever and ever. I'm like, and every time the teacher would be like, this is how I want it done. I'm like, oh, she's one of the best dancers of all time. <laughs> like, oh, God, I love that movie. Anyways, very, very good. that's a good <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> all right. Well, we got to start over because Val just got here. So, so let's take it from hey, the Val. top. Hey, <laughs> Uh, we are, if you are just joining like Val, we are uh, just finishing up our review of Night Shift. This one was recommended by Kathy, early yes, 80s movie. Uh, just a, a fun, a fun watch, a fun watch all around. So let us know. Important, if you're... Go ahead, Nat. Important question. Sorry, Val, have you seen this one? Have you seen Night Shift? We have not. <laughs> so we're not judging. I feel like this is not. like a weekly question now. Has Val seen the movie? <laughs> that should be like one of our segments. All like of our listeners in. need to know. <laughs> Just, just, just checking in on Val. Uh, well, if you are watching with us live, let us know what your rating was for this. Now that we've like talked about it and laughed about it, I feel like I gave this too low a rating. I may have to, I may have to rethink my rating. Now it was very much like I did not enjoy this one. I was like, I don't know. I was I, like, I again, like it was kind of like the uh, the other Michael Keaton one that I didn't really like. Um, the, the there's aspects of it I really enjoyed, yeah. and there's stuff about it. Like that I didn't like. I like in this yeah. one I loved the lines. Like they had great one liners. Um Am I gonna rewatch it? Probably with my brother, to be fair. I feel like he would think this is hilarious. Two two potatoes and a container of McDonald's French fries. French <laughs> like, <and> fries? <laughs> Side fries. Well, yeah, like I, I agree with Paul. <laughs> like, I, I would agree with Paul on that one. We'll have to update to add a, to add some fries okay. in. Uh let's see. Val hasn't seen it, listeners. Val has not seen it. <laughs> it looks like it, this one actually was a really good one because it looks like not a lot of people actually had seen this one. So this is a, like a fun, yeah. a fun one to add in the mix. I feel like when we first were originally thinking through this show, you know, most of it was like fun for us to rewatch movies we wanted to, but none of the ones that were like really into are popular movies. <laughs> like some of them were like, and they're all like cult classics, I guess now, but I mean, surprise um, we were, we're still pretty shocked flummoxed, if you will, that so many people love plump, pump up, plump, pump up, up the up, volume. Yeah. It makes um, us happy. It really makes us. Yeah. Happy. And I'm like, I, I didn't real like I knew then how big Christian Slater was. He was like the teen heartthrob. Um, but I had no concept of how popular that movie was at the time. And I do love to see like that it is actually that popular. Yeah. It's like whenever I mention it, like nowadays, people are like, what movie? I'm like, you know, Christian Slater. And they're like, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Oh, well, people um, have been loving that episode and been asking us to redo that one and like dive even deeper. So, <laughs> so yeah. there's, there's that. Uh, so, yeah, we're getting some suggestions. And Paul says we should do Rocky Horror. That's an awesome Ooh. one um josh says he that can't give it a good. rating because he hasn't seen this movie but it sounds bonkers uh louise hasn't seen this one either see dan hasn't seen it either but but the lowest he can give a winkler movie is two so fair enough yeah. well we we were at let's see here so we, can... we were at a two 
needed to, but I want to add the fries. I feel like it's two and a side of fries. <laughs> yeah. Or tater tots. Maybe it's a side of tater tots. Uh, Kathy is at four because it's her recommendation. So yeah. that makes a ton of sense. I Now that we've done the review, I don't know. I like. I was somewhere between a two and a three. You might get me up to three now. It was a fun movie. I like, I might, like you said, like you were going to watch yeah. it with Andrew. I might watch it with, I, yeah. since I saw it in the plane, I might have to watch it with Dane and see what he thinks. Although he might, I don't know if Dane's going to like it. Just putting <laughs> it out there. <laughs> like, oh my God. I feel like he's going to have the same, he's just doing his job. <laughs> I know. He's just trying to work and all of these sex workers are everywhere in the way. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, though Belinda's character was so insanely likable that she's just yes. like a ray of I sunshine. Think to me, that was the selling point. Yeah. Like, I feel like that sold it the most was her character. Yeah. She um she just played it really well. Like, she was throughout the entire movie. She just, you were like, I would be friends with her. Like, there was, she was just very likable. Like, everyone else, I think, did it actually. Like, I think this movie was really well acted all the way through. But I think she was, she yeah. was definitely in a league of her own. I'm laughing. Val says that fries sound good right about now. Me too, Val. Fries sound yeah, great same. Right like, I think I need more salt oh. in my diet. <laughs> like, I definitely feel like fries now. Josh says he would have loved to. Yeah, it would have, would have loved to have grown up watching movies with us. Yeah, we watched a lot of movies. <laughs> we spent, like, I think now that I have little kids and I'm always like, oh, it's been too much screen time, you know, stop watching. And I was like, oh, man, my parents were. <laughs> we definitely lived in, I lived We've in the, the generation of, like, go outside. But there were definitely, like, if it was raining, it was like, go to the basement and close the door and watch as many movies as you want. <laughs> Just don't bother us as long as you're in the basement. That's fine. I do miss, I do miss walking around blockbuster I do miss for like at least an hour yeah just like discussing what we want to watch yeah or Which, if we we're gonna get more than one i do or miss my that. brother had... i miss that because now like i do that on like netflix or disney plus or whatever else and dane does not enjoy that he's like just choose one and i'm like i've got to read like the, it's like reading the back of the box i like i need i have to be in, like the right mood i need to like watch the preview i like it, there's a browsing period I guess I need to do that by myself. I need to do self browsing yep. and create like a list and then <laughs> let yes. him know when I'm ready. There needs to be a browsing moment. I was going to say my, my brother had pointed out um, like one of the things and why I, why he thinks we kind of still quote older movies and remember the lines so well. Mm -hmm. Part of it is because it's like when you rented it, you had it for like what, two days or yeah. two nights. Yep. Two nights and like an afternoon or like a morning. Yeah. So we would rewatch it as many times as we could squeeze in before yeah. we had to bring it back. Especially if we, we really liked, liked the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, even if we didn't like it, sometimes we'd watch it more than once. But if we liked it, we'd watch it like five times yeah, in it was two like $5 days. $5 to rent a movie. It was like, no, we weren't joking right? around. Right? It was expensive. Yeah. We were getting like the most for our money. And I, it just, so it's like we, we, constantly did quote things and remember the the lines so easily because we watched it like frequently like we frequently rewatched movies which i miss well, that like i this miss is, uh this is still a thing in my life because now i make these like buying decisions where so still and i see dana on here so i can i can make fun of him for this but <laughs> our my dvd collection which is vast is still in boxes because we're we're actively redoing and now we had a flood so now we're like super redoing our bonus room but i so now i have to inevitably i'm watching movies when, for the show on you know amazon or disney or netflix or wherever else i can find them and when i find them on amazon 
there's like a moment for most of these you have to either like rent them or buy them so then it's like a game i'm like okay it's back i'm back in blockbuster days where i'm like three dollars to rent it how many times will i watch it ten dollars to buy it Hmm, i'll probably watch it enough times to buy do i already own it on dvd how bad is it to also own it digitally (laughs) like i'm just going through like all of these checklists in the in the game but uh it yeah it's been a it's been a sort of i still have experience. in my amazon cart a whole bunch of dvds i want to buy and i just chip them off every once in a while i'll get a few more so the reason it's not that i'm sitting in my basement watching dvds all the time um on rainy days at our small little cabin in the woods in the summer if we um because the weather patterns aren't super like predictable there so if we get trapped with like a rainy weekend like the there's no tv up there there's no cell reception so it's like we're (laughs) we have to have a dvd player so i'm like if i ever don't have a working dvd player it'll be devastating because it's like all we can do exactly there's something really nice about it so we have a we have a dvd i think it's like a dvd slash blu-ray player but i was helping my parents clean up a little bit in the basement and they still had like one of the totally working, like had it for forever um, VCRs. So I was like, I'm gonna take this. <laughs> so I took it back because the one I'd had for years stopped working probably five or six years yeah. ago. And what I really want to do, and maybe I'll, maybe, maybe this will be a bonus episode, but I have this game called, oh, shoot, it's called Party Mania. It's called Party Mania. Do you remember Party Mania, Nat? Of course they do. <laughs> yeah. So you you pop in the VHS and 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 in the background while you're playing the board game, it's like it's playing a movie and like mom will come in and be like, "You well, you can't go to the party because you haven't picked up your laundry." And so you have to like move back four steps. And I was like, "Oh man, I desperately want to play this with my nine year old daughter." So I'm like, "I need yeah. to get this. I need to get this VCR working. I have the game. It's ready to go." But I, what I need now is the um, appropriate cables. I'm gonna have to because this one I think only takes coax cable, which my TV is like, "What is that? I'm new. I don't <laughs> understand." So, oh my gosh, yeah. Josh just bought Sabrina the Teenage Witch. On, yeah, that one. That's a fun rewatch. I uh, I feel like it was on Disney. It was on one of the streaming services, and I watched like the first couple of episodes. I'm like, oh yeah, this is happening. <laughs> We're just gonna keep keep working our way through that. That would be amazing. Salem was the best. Salem was the best. <laughs> Something about a snarky talking cat. Oh my gosh. Katie and I do like sassy black cats. Sassy our black our. Cats. We had a sassy black cat when we, we did. lived together. So we she absolutely was the best. did. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, team, what are we watching next week? Should we review our our move our epic movie list? Do we have some or, ideas? Uh, well, fame, fame is on the list. How do we feel about fame? Fame or Goonies? Go- we we had been talking about Goonies. Should we do Goonies and then Fame? We could do two back to back. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I'm down for Fame all the time. I love it. Um, uh, my God, the guy from ER was in it, Doctor Romano. Oh. He had hair. He was bald on ear. Um, and I remember when I made that connection where I was like, he was the kid with the giant red haired afro. <laughs> so good. Um, I don't know. Josh said Josh had Goonies and then fame. And okay. Yay, done. Great, great news about your dad, Josh. We're so excited that he's back from the hospital. That's huge. Fame is a time commi- commitment over two hours. I know. I've been rewatching the... Um, the Marvel yeah. movies with my kids and I forgot like 
almost everyone is like like three hours two and a half i'm like oh wow we're we're, we're really in so fame's no big deal we're, we've been living yeah like um, i'll watch braveheart guys like strap in <laughs> oh um, i should uh Oh, it's too far away. I'll have to get it for the next episode. In my basement cleanup with my um with my parents, I found my fully la- like laminated on wood Titanic poster. So I'm like, ooh, we gotta hang this up. It's huge. It's like I don't even. Yeah, know. I remember. So it was actual sizes. movie poster size. It was like an actual yeah. movie poster size, and it's like like yeah. shellacked onto wood. And I'm like, <laughs> this is. We going did up that. Somewhere. We went to Walmart with a bunch of movie posters that we bought, and we got them all like mounted onto wood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. It's going up somewhere. Uh, I don't know. Whichever like... ones I had got ruined. I think in a flood, but you yeah, know, shellack them right onto wood. I guess yeah, flood wouldn't. It would still. Well, we did. Much. It, it yeah. destroyed the wood. Yeah. I can't well, I remember what else we one. had. We had a few others. Well, oh man! I don't know where I'm gonna put it. This room is getting a little cra- crowded for <laughs> movie posters. But, but uh, all right, I'm, I'm in. I don't see anyone else overruling Josh and Kathy and us. So so I think we're I think we're in. Next week we'll do Goonies, and then we'll move on into Fame, and then um, I don't know, maybe Titanic. Maybe we go really or Braveheart or both Titanic and then Braveheart, or vice versa. Yeah, we could do epically long (laughs) 90s dramas. We could do a couple of those. (laughs) 90s dramas. Uh, Is that our next category after (laughs) movies and fame? We move from Michael Keaton into, um, yeah, I don't know, 80s, continuing on the 80s run, and then we'll. uh, Tragically long 90s movies. Tragically long 90s movies. Sorry. Tragically, or tragic, comma, long common 90s movies not that they're tragic because they're so long just that titanic and Braveheart <laughs> I mean, are really could be, freaking tragic <laughs> could be a play on words <laughs> could be a, could be a play i just on. wanted to clarify i'm like it oh. titanic made me cry braveheart the opening scene in braveheart made me ball my eyes out to the point where i had to like walk out of the theater for like and miss half the movie and then go back and see it another day you <laughs> like... might see us like come onto camera just like full ugly crying but, but, but hey we're we're in we're yeah. in to do it in front of all of you Kathy i cry like fair games man. <laughs> have i seen Renaissance man? probably i don't remember i may not have seen that Ooh. one <laughs> dean says there goes, <laughs> there goes my evenings you don't watch TV with me anyway. You're like you're off doing your man cave. You guys thing. are watching House. We are. We're watching House. It's a fun rewatch. Yeah. Yeah, I love Hugh Laurie, but it also just really made me be like, why doesn't he have his normal accent? And I need to watch. Um, yeah. What was it? Wooster and Jeeves. Yeah, that one is good. Bit of Fry and Laurie. You <laughs> know, I love a those. Bit of Fry and Laurie. Well, we did it. We shouldn't keep you all too long talking about things that have nothing to do with this movie, but we do appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, if you are here, we should remind you that we have a website, so you can swing on over to the VHSClubPod.com. You can grab all the episodes. You can leave us a review. You can leave us a voicemail, which is super fun. I'm like very eager for people to just send us voicemails because we could play them on the show. That would be really cool. Um, you can drop us emails there. You can get email reminders. I promise I'm going to start building out email reminders. Some of you have signed up and I really appreciate that. And then I have not emailed you because I'm not good at this thing, but we're getting there. We're getting there. We're going to do email reminders. Um, but yeah, yeah. Let and us know. Kathy, we have to remember and acknowledge that Kathy is opening the Mark Wahlberg box. <laughs> That's a good box, <laughs> With Kathy. a lot of love. I'm like, I used to love my friend, Christopher Alevi and I used to have like girls nights total straight guy but like we used to have like girls night he's like can i just have like a night in so i can like 
yeah. you know, vent about my week. And, and I was like, Mark a Wahlberg. girl's night. And he's like, yeah. whatever it's called. He's like, also, I'm obsessed with Mark Wahlberg. I'm like, we're all in. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so we used to have like Mark Wahlberg movie nights where we could just vent about how bad our weeks were. <laughs> so, yes. Oh, I love this comment. Up. Well, shout out to my car life. Great name. My car life says I had an eight <gasps> millimeter projector, Betamax, VHD, laser disc. You were way cooler than me. I only had a VCR. I had a Betamax. Um, yeah, I had a Betamax. I used, we used to have um, a projector as well. Mm. I still have it. I have no idea how it works or how to get it to work. <laughs> my parents used to, it was a thing, I think, in the 70s where my parents used to, like, get all their photos from, like, trips put onto slides. You know? Oh, like, yeah. Slides were so fun. And then we would sit there and watch slide shows. Yeah, with, yeah. Like, it was a it was a whole thing. I guess now it's it was the same thing, where you like yeah. slide through your phone. It's less exciting. Slides were very fun. Now we scroll. <laughs> now we scroll. Scrolling is not as cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you to all of you for listening and watching. And thanks to the whole crew hanging out with us here in the live chat. Huge thanks to Val for being woken up by Paul and joining us. We just we love, we love thanks, getting, Paul. We, thanks, Paul. We love getting to hang out with everyone in the live chat. If you want to be here live with us, we record live on YouTube every most Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, but you can always catch episodes whenever you want to watch them right here on YouTube. And then over on our website, you can find um, your favorite place. Most people, it's, you know, I don't know. There's becoming less and less actual good podcast players so 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 you can find them and listen to them right on the website if that makes it easier but you're on youtube as well that's generally how i'm listening to podcasts now i just go directly to people's websites yeah directly to people's websites are here on here on youtube where it's always a safe space here on youtube at least here here in this yes. here in this channel maybe not on other parts of youtube on our youtube channel on yes. our youtube safe channel space. safe space <laughs> Well, from us here, thanks so much for hanging out. And we will see you next week for the Goonies and the week after for fame. Thank you for your amazing, amazing feedback. We'll talk to you later. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye.